0: It's a deck cast, it's a deck cast, it's a deck cast, the ACCC because I say it, it's a deck cast, it's a deck cast, it's a deck cast, deck cast, the
1: You're listening to datcast produced by students of Danville community College.
0: Welcome back to DATCast. I'm Erin Anderson. And I'm Landon Frazier. Our mission with DATCast is to create a platform that's created by students and for students. We want you all to become familiar with the faces you see every day here at DAC.
1: With that being said, we're so excited to bring you today's episode.
0: We are here today with an all-star Jaguar um, and presidential scholar, Autumn Ling. We are so excited to have you on the show today and give people the opportunity to get to know a little bit more about you and about what a DAC all-star is. So...
1: Would you mind introducing yourself and then tell us a little bit about kind of what your major is and what you're studying here at DAC? Yeah, absolutely. Um, my name's Autumn.
2: I, as you've heard, I am an All-Star Jaguar Presidential Scholar. Um, I am a sophomore here at DAC. I am studying Business Administration. I also am a part of the DAC 3 plus 1 program with Franklin University. Um, so I'm going to get my bachelor's in business administration as well, um, and I'm currently thinking about maybe taking a few extra courses to qualify for a certified public accountant um, to take that exam. What's going
0: yeah. on. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so you're kind of here today to, like, promote DAC All-Stars. So do you want to tell us a little bit about what a DAC All-Star is and exactly what they do?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So a DAC All-Star Jaguar would include being kind of like a brand ambassador for DAC. You are... Um, on social media presenting what it is to be a DAC student Um, you serve as a student leader in a sense Um, and we really try to embrace the diversity uh, in the college and make that known that we all aren't the same background or same majors or anything like that we just want to embrace the diversity for sure in the college campus how did you get involved with DAC All Stars I checked my email and I saw (laughs) that there was um, an email from Laura telling us that um, we could come and um, we could come interview for this and so I took that opportunity and I kind of ran with it because I thought it would be really cool. Um, went through the interview process, and that's how I ended up as an all-star.
0: So it's like an interviewed thing. Like, what was yes. the interview process like?
2: Yeah, so there, during mine, there was probably between 10 and 15 of us, I believe, at my interview. And we were all upstairs at Vermilion Hall. And we went upstairs, and we kind of just answered questions, worked in groups. We made TikToks, actually, <laughs> um, kind of to see how well we worked together, how creative we could be together, and then a few days later, we found out if we were an all-star or not. That's awesome.
0: did you was there or did everyone become that was at the interview, or did they pick and choose?
2: They picked and choose. like there were I think there were a few people that didn't make it, but a majority of the people
1: who interviewed did make it. So you also mentioned that you were a presidential scholar, which I yes. am as well here at DAC. I so.
0: am not. So.
1: <laughs> I'm
0: over here with my Mervis scholarship. Thank you, Mervis. I appreciate it.
1: We're so lucky that we get all kinds of great scholarships here at DAC. Right. But for our listeners, because I haven't talked about this at all, but can you explain what a presidential scholar is and then how you achieved that honor?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So in high school, I ranked um, so high that I qualified for the presidential scholarship. Um, it completely goes by your rank in high school, your GPA, um, where you're at in your class and where you stand for them to offer you the presidential scholarship so actually i wasn't first in my class um, you don't have to be first in your class to get the presidential scholarship i think there were four people ahead of me actually i was salutatorian for my class so all the valedictorians were ahead of me and they chose to not take the scholarship so that's when i got the opportunity that they presented me the scholarship and asked if i wanted it and i said yes and so that's how i got the presidential scholarship.
1: That's kind of my story, too. I was salutatorian. I was number three, I believe. My best friend and I were co-salutatorians in high school, but there was only one valedictorian, so mm-hmm. I think she ended up coming to DAC, too, but I think she graduated already. Well, because
0: yeah. I yeah. was number two, and I am not a <laughs> presidential scholar. So, to be well. a presidential scholar, does I don't know how this works. Sorry, does it come from DAC, or does it come from your high school?
2: It comes from DAC. So, the DAC Foundation and everyone who does the scholarships will go to the high schools. And there's actually like a whole like paper packet about it. Um, certain schools can qualify to have more people have the presidential scholarship and some can only have between one and two who get it. I know my school at Salt Fork, there was only two of us who could get it. Um, but I think DHS can qualify for more. Mm-hmm. So it kind of goes by that. And so DAC works with the schools to see who they need to offer it to. Um, And then you get an email from DAC saying that they offered it to you. I think it also depends
1: on how big your school is too. Because I think, I went to Hoopston, so Mm -hmm. I think that Hoopston had, I think maybe two or three. So Mm -hmm. I think it just depends on like how big your school is. Right. But, so, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your background, talk about high school at Salt Fork and all all of that? Yeah,
2: absolutely. So I am... I bounced around a lot when I was younger, but I always say my hometown is Catlin because I moved there when I was in fourth grade and I stayed there ever since. Um, But yes, I did go to Salt Fork High School. Um, I was class president, salutatorian, so I was very involved in a lot of Salt Fork um, organizations and clubs. So I always knew that I wanted to be involved with stuff at DAC. Um, I took a lot of DAC classes in high school. I think when we figured it out, I took a year and a half of college while also being a full-time high school student and working a job. So that was a lot. And sometimes I question like, would I go back and do it again? Absolutely. With the money that my family saved, I was very fortunate that my parents paid for it during high school. Um, And it came out to like, we saved thousands and thousands of dollars by me taking those classes while I was in high school. So I'm very fortunate for that opportunity. Um, And I would let anyone know if you can take classes, DAC classes in high school to do it. Um, Don't overload yourself because it can get stressful for sure, but take that opportunity and run with it because it can be a really good opportunity. Um, And then I graduated and I, the reason I chose DAC was I had a few classes my senior year where I was actually on campus, not just online, and it almost like felt like home. Still, I know that sounds really like cringy and like oh, <laughs> it felt like home. A lot of people say that, but like it just felt that all the classes were small, and I felt like I could talk to my instructors, and it just felt like okay, this isn't something that's going to stress me out. There's so many people around me. It just felt like okay, we can like go through college and be okay. Like it's going to be okay. Um, And that's why I chose DAC to take the presidential scholarship. Absolutely. Um, But my personal life, I work. Currently, I'm working two jobs that won't last forever. (laughs) I am in between like both right now. I work at OSF Sacred Heart Medical Center in the ER. I work in registration. So if you come as a patient, I'm there to make sure all your information is correct and you have insurance and how we can help you if you don't. Um, I've been working that job for now probably six months, um, and it's crazy, especially with the pandemic going on and going to college and just that whole experience is one that not a lot of people get to experience, but I am actually leaving there because I accepted an internship at Clifton Larson Allen. They are a public accounting firm here in Danville, and so I'm going to be their intern during the tax season. So I chose to, I'm just going to work there, um, because that could be something that I want to do eventually. Really that's good. that's really yeah. cool.
0: Mm-hmm. So do you want to be like in accounting?
2: Yeah, so I want to keep my major as business administration. Um, I love the wide variety of things you can do with that major. And also with accounting, I love numbers. It's crazy. <laughs> so, like not, people, not it's, me at all. Right, no. exactly.
0: We're over here like <laughs> we don't like we our don't our math. Like math. <laughs>
2: yeah. Right. I like when you do equations and you do numbers and then it's right. Just that feeling for me is like, okay, this is great. I feel really smart right now. So I kind of really loved my accounting class, my financial accounting class with Robert Fink here. And that's how I figured out about CLA. And that's how I figured out that I think I want to take just, I only have to take a few extra courses just to qualify for the CPA exam. And I was like, I can't miss that opportunity. Like, if I can be an accountant, but I can also do what I want with business
1: administration, I felt like that was perfect for me. Did you ever feel like you wanted to go a different route, or did you feel like after you took that class, like, you knew?
2: Oh, absolutely. When I first started taking DAT classes, I was an elementary education major. Oh, Um, wow! Luckily, I was taking, like, gen ed, so it didn't really affect too too much um, what was going on for me, but Through the last year, I would say I've gone through so many phases that I kind of missed out on in high school that a lot of students go through where they're like, I want to be this, I want to be that, I want to be this. I kind of missed out on that because all through junior high, high school, I was like, I'm going to be a teacher. And then I got on campus and it kind of hit me and I was like, maybe I don't want to be a teacher. And that's when I started, okay, maybe I want to do networking or computer science or something like that along those lines. So I haven't always known what I want to do, but I've never felt more secure in a major than in business administration. So I'm like, that's that's what I want to do. <laughs> that's good.
0: DAC's a great place to figure out that yes. stuff. Instead oh, of just absolutely. going straight to a university and taking all these classes, and then you're like, wait, I just spent a hundred thousand dollars and i don't really want to do this so yeah Yeah. it's a great place and also i can relate to you on the fact of taking dat classes in high school and how it's great like westville we had we were fortunate enough that they paid for our dat classes so i finished a year in high school so i'll be graduating from here in may yeah, well, absolutely. If I can pass <laughs> my <too>. statistics class, <laughs> I'm in statistics <laughs>
1: right now too. Yeah, so, <laughs> me too. Um, but wait, yeah, so wait, what statistics class are you guys in?
0: I'm with Margie Larson, I'm Statistics One okay. Fifteen.
1: Eric Rayburn is my okay. instructor online. So I have Don York. We're all in different statistics yeah. classes, but we're all <laughs> taking statistics at the same time. How weird right. is that?
0: But yeah, I think taking high, like classes in high school is a great opportunity for everyone because mm-hmm. you can get ahead on your education, figure out what yeah. you want to do.
1: Yeah get some of those regular gen eds out of the way absolutely Mm -hmm. for sure it's really nice what are some of the things that you like to do in your free time in my free time um i like to
2: play video games with my boyfriend and our friends he actually got me into video games and stuff my favorite video game is probably animal crossing (laughs) i love my switch um What else do I do? My friends and I, we like to film videos. My boyfriend is actually a film major at the U of I, and I love filming videos, love doing that type of stuff. So we actually like have our own little podcasts that we do for fun, and we just film videos for fun. So I like that part because during my free time, we get to create stuff, and then we can look at it and be like, whoa, look what we did like a year ago. So I really like just being involved with my family and friends, and of course, like watching TV and stuff. Yeah.
0: What's your podcast like? Is it like public?
2: Yeah. Yes, it's public. It's on his YouTube channel. It's called Let's Unpack That. Um, oh. It's very just like. <laughs> Got so <I'm> excited.
0: <laughs> what do you unpack?
2: Um, all <laughs> kinds of stuff. We have covered things such as like fast food restaurants where we would rank them things that go on in our personal life Uh, one of our episodes I we really all opened up about like we're all in college or we're all around the same age and what kind of mental toll that can take on you sometimes when things get really stressful so we talk about really crazy funny things and then sometimes we talk about serious things and that's what I love about it. That's so awesome. yeah,
0: everybody go watch. Yeah. Um where can and where can that? you <laughs>
2: find where can you find this? Like, what is the name of the YouTube channel? The YouTube channel it's I think it's Brenudo, B R N B R E N U D O. Brenudo is what it's under. My okay. boyfriend's name is Brennan, and he came up with that a long time ago. And I'm like, I don't even know where he came up with that from. But awesome. yeah, and it's called Let's Unpack That. And I think we have six or seven episodes and we're about to start it again because with COVID and everything it kind of oh, all yeah. calmed down. We were do we did probably three episodes just on Zoom. Yeah. Wow. That's super cool. fun. That's really cool. Um
0: so tell us a little bit about your academic career and where you plan to go after deck and what mm-hmm. you want to do.
2: Yeah, absolutely. My academic career obviously like we jumped into a little yeah. bit about that it's balanced, and I wasn't for sure what I was gonna do. But I would say where I am now With my academic career, I am as well, I'm graduating May of this year. (laughs) I'm still thinking (laughs) 2021, it's 2022. Yes, I graduate in May um, with an associates and then I'm doing the three plus one program. So I'm actually not leaving to go get my bachelor's somewhere else. I'm doing it here, which is really awesome for me. Um, And then after that, I would like to branch out and work with different companies like I would like to stay local for a little bit, um, maybe branch into some of the local companies like CLA like that I'm working for now or places like WatchFire that have opportunities for interns or new new adults in their careers for sure. Um, and then what was the
1: next part of that question? <laughs> what is, like, your goal here at DAC? Like, what do you want to achieve My here? goal here at DAC? Yeah. Um, I would
2: like to achieve being able to say that I felt like I made a difference. Um, I'm really big into volunteering, so that helps a lot with presidential scholarship and being a Jack, all-star Jaguar, because of course you have to volunteer. Life does get super stressful, and so sometimes like I feel like, oh, I'm not doing enough, but whenever I volunteer, I feel so good about it. Um, I'm involved in a program called HOBE, it's Hugh O'Brien Youth Leadership. They are a leadership conference for high school sophomores they send, and I've been involved in it. I am a HOBE ILCS alum and a HOBE WLC alum, so that means I went to the Illinois Conference, and then I also went to the World Conference for it, and ever since I have volunteered for them. So I've always been about wanting to make an impact, especially on students, that high school student right at the end of their high school career going into college, because I can understand how stressful it is, because the transition can be really hard for some people. um, And for me, it kind of was as well. So I've always just wanted to be able to make an impact on someone's life and make their life at DAC or wherever they're going to school just a little bit easier if I can
1: if you don't mind me asking how old are you how old am I I'm yes. 19
2: okay okay yes so
1: you did you graduate in 2021 Yep. from high school okay. high school in 2021 so he, you're the same yeah. age as Landon Yes. I'm a year older I graduated in 2020 from high school so okay. I'm turning 20 next week. Actually,
2: ooh, well, happy <laughs> early birthday! Thank
0: you. Um, can you tell? I, I said um again. <laughs> <Can laughs> i <I've noticed>
2: we <laughs> me saying um? And I'm like, I'm in like my editing mode where I'm like, yeah, and like, take, my it out, take, like out, take it out, take it out, take
0: it out. Can we um, talk a little bit about the bachelor's program here at DAC? Because I don't know about everyone else, but I just found out about it like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. I don't think it's brought to people's attention that right. they can mm-hmm. stay here and.
2: Absolutely. I yeah. totally agree. I had no idea about it until I got here and I checked my email. That's one thing I urge <laughs> students to do very much. Check, check your, your emails. emails. <laughs> check your emails. There's a lot
0: of good information in there. Absolutely. Oh,
2: yeah. Absolutely. You will see so much stuff that you would not have known about if you didn't check it. And I think it was in one of the emails that they send out like every Friday and I like Mm -hmm. just zoomed in a little bit on it and it said something about like Franklin University three plus one and I was like okay so I went to DAC's website and kind of looked it up and you can be in this program and what it means is you take three years here at DAC um, you do classes here and then your last year is completely online and it's through Franklin University their tuition rate so it is more expensive than DAC But scholarships here at DAC are so amazing that throughout your whole process you can still get scholarships. Um, But yeah, that's how I figured out about it. And I've never really wanted to go. I actually applied for the U of I and I got into, um, my major was accepted and they offered me a spot to go to school um, for political science because that was one of the majors (laughs) I was thinking about too. Um, And I actually turned it down to come here to DAC. And a lot of people were very surprised by that. But at the U of I, it just, it didn't feel like I was gonna get the experience that I wanted. And that's super important for students that I feel like sometimes they don't think about is, it's really your experience and how it's gonna happen for you, regardless of what other people want you to do. Sometimes you have to take that step and put you first and do it for yourself.
1: Yeah would you like say that to another dac student like what's one piece of advice that you would give to another dac student Hmm.
2: be involved absolutely i would say be involved um, because you will realize that there are so many clubs organizations that you can be involved in on campus and here at dac it's easier for you to make a club make an organization than if you were to go somewhere like the U of I or a big university like that. Um, Just having that ability to do something like that, if you have the idea to make an organization or a club that you're really interested in, you have that ability. And the staff here is extremely helpful and they make you feel like you're not just a number. You're not just one of the other students in their class, you are a person and they care about you and your academic and personal health.
0: I can agree with that because I don't feel uncomfortable raising my hand and asking questions and for help here as if I was at a university where there's hundreds of other kids in your class, you know, you you can't, can't and you raise your hand and they're like, yeah, I I feel, I don't know. And then you could stay after class and sometimes they'll, they don't have a whole bunch of kids coming in afterwards, you know, so they can help. Yes, it's nice. Do you have... Um, Any favorite college memories so far that stand out to you?
2: I, my favorite college memory would definitely have to be, I did a speech in my Speech 101 class about Michelle Obama, and I loved it so much, but the reason why it's my favorite is I've used a homework assignment that I did my sophomore year of high school about Michelle (laughs) Obama for years now. And I've just developed the research more and more and more and more. And so I had to do like an eight minute speech about Michelle Obama. And I just, it was super cool to me. And I got an A plus on the speech. And I was like, wow, this is awesome. Like that was one of my favorite memories because I just kept looking back at the old paper and then the new paper that I made and then another paper and then making my note cards about the speech Um, is you don't have to be super stressed out. Like you can use assignments that you've done in the past before, just obviously don't like copy and paste it and be like, (laughs) here you go. Um, but that was super cool for me to be able to be like, wow, I've like worked on this and done research for years about this. Um, and the speech was really fun and I loved my speech class. That's one of my favorite classes I've ever taken. Um, but yeah, I would say that's one of my favorite memories. And then Definitely my Spanish class. Just all of us <laughs> trying to talk. I saw his face in the reflection. Yeah, all well, of us trying to talk in Spanish, and everyone just looking at each other, being like, "I don't know what to do." Well, <laughs> like, I don't know either.
0: Yeah, see, my speech class was so stressful for me because <laughs> <I'm> so sorry, <laughs> it was just a lot. Um, but we don't have. To, we're not here to talk about me. So we're move on.
1: No, it's okay. It's okay. I think it's that okay. it's a universal thing. That college is stressful. Absolutely. I think we can all agree that, hundred percent,
0: especially I mean, us trying to work and make save money yeah. and move out. Oh, you know, all, we're all yes. like moving into that and next part of our life, but yes. we're also doing college, and it's yeah. just so and a lot.
1: In this stage of our lives, like all three of us are about to graduate, mm-hmm. and we have to figure out where we're going to live and how to figure out how to pay for it. And I think that it's it is a stressful time, mm-hmm. and I think that that's real, and. Right, It's just real.
2: I think that's one of the things, especially why I wanted to come on here is because you guys have been interviewing Mm -hmm. like staff and everything like that, but being able to connect with other students and trying to take that and the staff, it's stressful for them, of course, to plan and everything like that. But sometimes I feel like we'd all be lying if we didn't have like a professor where we were just like, I wish they could understand Mm -hmm. like how stressful it is or how much we need help. Um, but really just taking that perspective that a lot of students sometimes will like hide or try to not make it known to people that like they're stressed out. Um, From personal experience, like working, I was working a full-time job at the hospital basically. I was working 40 hours a week and trying to do college and trying to save money. And of course, like young and trying to figure out like, how do I become an adult? And like, how do I do these things? And it's very overwhelming. And really, I think that's something on campus that we need to focus on. And I, we are absolutely, there are outlets, but like mental health is a big thing that, and especially Mm -hmm. with the pandemic, it's made it even harder, especially when you were doing from like home, you were just doing all your work from home and, it's just that mental health is just—it's there, and embracing that it's okay to be upset and overwhelmed,
1: and there are outlets. So yeah, yeah. I think for me, the most stressful part is trying to figure out my schedule. Oh yeah. So working for DatCast, and then I have a job at a radio station. So trying to balance that out, and I bought this planner over Christmas because <laughs> okay, don't laugh at me, but like really, I I had to track my day and Absolutely. trying to figure out what to do this week. Last week was really really stressful, I'm not going to lie at all because mm-hmm. at the beginning of the semester you have to figure out like what classes you have to do and what you have to have for them and making sure that you have all of that stuff and making sure that you have all the homework and assignments done for it. So it it is stressful. I
2: can completely relate to that because I can tell you two days ago I bought a planner because it it became autumn. You have no idea what you're doing. (laughs) (laughs) I know. And last week was super stressful for me too because I was – up at seven. Up at six forty-five a.m. was at CLA, my um, accounting job, my internship. Mm-hmm. At eight a.m. was leaving the internship. At twelve thirty, was getting to OSF at one, and was working till ten p.m. that night, Monday through Friday. Yeah, that whole just schedule and trying to find where can I do school work and how can I figure it out. Um, But I totally understand that because there are so many people. This college has so many different ages, Mm -hmm. diversities. It's all so much is going on that I have so many people in my classes that are moms of like four kids, and there are full-time jobs, and all their kids are in soccer, basketball, all this stuff, and they're still taking full-time classes. And then you also have The student who is taking two or three classes, but they're really overwhelmed by it and they don't have a job and their stress is just as equal as the mom's stress. Like Mm -hmm. everyone else, um, I feel like that's really great about this campus is, Making that known that like everyone's in it together, regardless of what your age is or anything like that.
0: Most of the teachers here are like accessible too. If you email them and yes. say, "Hey, I'm having a hard time. Oh. I can't submit this assignment right at midnight." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be a few hours. They'll all the not yeah. not them all. I won't say them all, but <laughs> a lot of them will be understanding. Right. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Definitely. Now, if you're like
0: sending them an email every day, and like, yeah. I can't do this. Or every <laughs> single
2: quiz, you tell them yeah. at 11:50. I'm sorry, I couldn't get it done. Like, yeah. I get that. Yeah. I always tell people that like DAC is very flexible. Just work with your professors, get to know them, but also don't take it for granted because mm-hmm. then you'll get that professor that's like absolutely not, nope, not okay, yes. which so you don't get in that habit, but also DAC is super great about helping you out and being flexible. Yeah. This
0: seems like a good time to ask this question. It has a little E by it, so it's Aaron's question, but I'm going to just <laughs> <Okay>. ask it. <laughs> absolutely. Um, is college easier or harder than you expected?
2: Hmm. That's a really good question. Since I took... came up with it. He came up with it. <laughs> up with it. Like, take all the credit so for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say, since I took some college classes in high school, I was like, oh, okay, this is great, because they were gen ed classes. Mm-hmm. Once I started getting into statistics and <laughs> financial accounting too mm-hmm. and microeconomic principles, then I was like, okay, this is a little bit harder. But at the same time, they weren't as hard as I expected. Like when you're in high school and you hear all about college and all your high school teachers are like, they're not going to accept this in college. They won't take this. But then I almost kind of had the feeling that here at DAC, it was a little more laid back than it was in high school for Mm -hmm. me. Um, And I really liked that. I thought that was great because it isn't they're laid back because they don't care. They're laid back because they understand is how I kind of took it. And like, I don't know. I would just say that it was a little harder once you get into your more major-specific classes because those classes are bigger. That's your major, so they have a lot of information in it, and so they have a lot more work. But I wouldn't say it was super hard, like how some people try to scare kids into thinking, like, oh, my gosh, like it's so much harder. It's not that hard. Just do your homework, read your book, and go from there.
0: Yeah, I yeah. was terrified before starting here because I was like, college, everyone says that you're yeah. gonna. it's going to be so hard. You're going to, like and it is challenging but it's not like they make it out to be in high school My like God. they like just do that to scare you and yes. um i feel like when I got here, I got here, and I was like, oh, this isn't, like, that much to, w-. like, I they understand right. that we're adults and we're all busy and stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's why it's laid back. You know, in high school, mm-hmm. we're full-time high school students. We don't have yes. anything else going right. on. They know that they can make our whole life mm-hmm. <laughs> school yeah. because that's all we do. <laughs> right. But here, you know, we have other things. And I think that's right. the
1: joy of community college, too. I mean, mm-hmm. DAC's a great place to figure things out and Absolutely. being easygoing, too. Mm-hmm. So can you take us through a day in your life? So oh. How I know that you're really, really busy, so Mm -hmm. like can you explain to all of the people like going through a day in your life? She's going off script. That's not even a question. (laughs) Yes,
2: absolutely. I I'll take tomorrow for example. So tomorrow I will get up probably six forty-five and be at CLA by eight because it's prime tax season. we have to have all the ten ninety nine forms done. I know that sound that might sound weird <laughs> like you're like, what the heck is that?" Uh, but we have to have some stuff done, so I will be at CLA at eight and then I work I will work eight to five that day um, I'll work a full day I can at cLA it's really nice because I get to like make my hours. They know that we're students, um, but they want us to learn and see if we want to be involved in CLA. So I'll work the full day tomorrow, and then I will go home. I will eat dinner and probably work on some homework for a little bit. And then I have a meeting for Hobie. Um, They have a big um, fundraiser at the end of like March, April, around that time that I'm on the, it's called the Hobie Founders Day Committee. It's for the Founders Day celebration. So I will be on the committee And we figure out what we're going to be doing. And I actually applied to be a vice chair of the committee. So we figure out what we're going to be doing, what roles are we taking on. And so I'll be at that meeting tomorrow night. And then for the rest of the night before I go to sleep, I will be doing homework. (laughs) Yeah.
0: What is the best part about being a DAC All-Star?
2: Best part about being a DAC All-Star? It's kind of the idea that we are a role model, So, taking my want to be there for other students and being involved, the All-Star Jaguars is kind of just all of that in one. It's a perfect way for students who aren't super involved to get involved or students who are super involved to stay involved. I would say if you're worried about being an All-Star because you're not involved with a lot of stuff or you've never done something like that, I would encourage you to like apply for it and try and be a part of it because it's super cool. And you get to make TikToks and you get to make <laughs> Valentine's Valentine's Day cards for veterans and be at DAC events, go to basketball games, get cool shirts. You just get to be involved in so much stuff. But at the same time, they also understand you're a student. And I love that about DAC, that they understand you're a student and you're busy. But they also are like, here's some cool opportunities that you can be involved in if you're an all star. How
0: would you go about getting involved? You might not know because you know you just checked your email. <laughs> but, um, yeah. <clears throat> do you know how people yeah. could get involved?
2: You can obviously reach out to any of us all stars. There have been social media posts. Um, we're on Facebook. TikTok, Instagram, all that type of stuff. So you'll see the list of who the all-stars are. And you might say like, oh, hey, that person's in my speech class. Like Mm -hmm. reach out to one of the all-stars. That's what we're here for as role models and student leaders. If you're interested in it, reach out to us. Obviously, the fall 2021 and spring 2022, all-stars are already chosen. But next fall, there will be another interview process and you can apply for it. And we'll all be here to help you. And as an all-star, you can do it over and over and over again. You just have to um, make the cut. (laughs)
1: Awesome. Do you have to reapply each semester? Yes, Okay. yep.
2: So when you apply and get the um, position as an all-star Jaguar, since you are like a brand ambassador, you have to accept it. And then you're accepting it for fall and spring. So you don't have to apply each semester. But if I were wanting to do it in full 2022, spring 2023, I would have to go through the interview process again.
0: And I know this is kind of an extravagant question, but what are some of your personal (coughs) goals? Like where do you see yourself in a few years, 10 years?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, One of my classes, you guys can probably relate. They always have like the discussion boards where they're like, post a picture of yourself. What's your favorite (laughs) food and your favorite color? And one of my classes had like, what's your goal in a year or two years three years, five years, 10 years, 20 years. I was like, Yeah, I'm like, I don't know goodness! what I'm doing tomorrow. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing right now. Like, Yeah. But some of the ones, because I really sat down and thought about it because I was like, I'm too busy to even think mm-hmm. about that far ahead right now. But I, of course, in a year from now, I'm actually in the process of moving out in the next few months. So that's a big thing that some students might relate to or they're going to relate to soon. Um, so in a year from now, I hope my boyfriend and I are moved in to our place and settled down. He'll be working just full time somewhere and I will be still going to school. So I hope that that whole process is just like, it's already done. We're good. Um, five years from now, um, I would like to be in a job that I really enjoy, um, really figure out where I stand in my personal life and my career. And then 10 years from now, I was just watching the podcast, your last one, and I would love to go to Chicago I would love to live in Chicago. Me too. So I, when you said <laughs> that, I was be. like, not, oh my not me. Not me. Yeah, she's going to be on, like, a, a farm small somewhere town, in Arizona small town girl. I saw yeah. how you said she rides tractors for a living, and I was like, oh, not me. <laughs> <laughs> not me. I don't want
0: that. We'll be getting our, latte, our $8 coffees <laughs> right. in Chicago. Right. Literally.
2: We'll be paying like $2,000 a month for rent, oh, and she'll be man. over here like, oh, I own, I own my farm.
1: <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a farm wife, uh, you know. I love that. I love oh, that. That's that's like the perfect example of how everybody is different and different things. Yes, for sure. Like
2: I have a girl in my class who wants to be a fashion model, and I'm like, wow, okay. You go, girl <laughs> like I that's so crazy that everyone's majors are so different, yeah, and they're going into like marketing and stuff like that, and like if you want to be a fashion, like if you want to be a model or anything like that, you can go to DAC and get some yeah. classes for it and everything. Yeah. You don't have to go to New York or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's really cool that you could do stuff at your community college to prepare you for your goals and dreams, yeah, to yeah.
0: prepare for going to New York yes. or to prepare for yes. go- you know yeah,
1: to prepare for that next transition, okay
0: yeah okay so there's a game we do at the end of every you probably you watch so we do a game i kind of watch some of it we do a game at the end and it's like this or that and you just answer as fast as you can it's really silly but okay so you ready i think so (laughs) dogs or cats cats netflix or youtube youtube eggs or bacon
1: eggs facebook or instagram
0: facebook online shopping in person shopping
1: online shopping car or truck truck
0: candy or popcorn
1: candy pen or pencil pen,
0: pancake or waffle?
1: Waffle. Coffee or tea? <laughs> Neither. <laughs> I guess Me I too. To pick, I guess coffee? <laughs> oh man. Thank you so much oh. for coming in today. I really yeah. I think we really enjoyed this conversation. So, yeah. it was really good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for being here and this yes. has been Datcast
1: with Aaron and Landon.
0: Stay classy Jaguars.